Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Football Garbage Time NFL Podcast. My name is Hakun Wong, and I'm the editor-in-chief of Football Garbage Time. And with me, as always, is my co-host, Trevor Stores from Full Press Coverage and Rough District. How you doing, Trev? Man, I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing this season, Hakun? I'm doing amazing, because as you know, Trev, um, today is Football Garbage Time's seventh year anniversary. Yeah, hey. seventh year is amazing, right? It's also our 245th podcast, and I believe most important, this is your 30th episode as co-host of the show. So congrats to all of us. This is amazing. This is, Lots this of, is awesome. Yeah, no, right? It's like lots of landmark things. This is amazing. And I have to yeah. say, Trev, uh, that we just keep getting better every episode. So I think yeah. we need to slow things down a bit. I mean, I think if we keep getting better every episode, at some point we're going to max out, and we have to avoid that. So maybe what we can do today is just put on a terrible show. Can we just do like do a terrible show today, lower yeah. expectations? What do you think? Of course. I mean, good. Yeah. 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 All right, maybe guys, we can add a- you guys have a good rest of your evening. We'll see you next <laughs> week. <laughs> there you go. Done. Look at that. Done and done. You're, you're, we're even too good for that. I mean, that's, that's the thing is that we're so efficient. That, but, you know, hey, listen, maybe we can add a couple awkward uh, maybe we can have our mics go cut out unexpectedly a few times, and I can mislight okay. a few stats. Although I guess if we do all that, that's basically like our regular episode, right? I mean, that's pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't know. I don't see any difference there. So, no, uh, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, that's exactly right. Uh, all right, well, <laughs> we'll try our best, everybody, to do a terrible show today. But I'm sorry, the professional in us just won't let us do it. We're just too good. We're too good. Yeah. We just can't do a bad yeah. show. All right. Well, plenty to talk about today including new NFL head coaches and GM, the upcoming name announcement for the football, Washington football team, the madness that ensued in the divisional round playoffs, oh my goodness, including our thoughts on the NFL overtime setup, our previews and predictions for AFC and NFC conference championship games, and much, much more. So, hey, let's get this rolling. All right, let's start with something that's, uh, you know, all over the news right now, and that's these head coaches that are going on. I mean, I, I think that every other tweet that I see out coming out from a reporter around the NFL is something to do with someone getting interviewed somewhere, and it is like, there's a lot. So, but up to this point, we do know that at least five positions have been filled so far, and up to this very moment, and maybe something's going to happen during the show, but at least five that we know of right now. So the Bears... Uh, after 13 interviews, decided to hire Ryan Poles, the chief executive director of player personnel, as their new general manager. They then also hired, after 10 interviews, Matt Efferblus, the Colts defensive coordinator, as their new head coach. The, defender, the Denver Broncos have hired Nathaniel Hackett, the Packers offensive coordinator, after 11 candidate interviews, as their new head coach. And the Minnesota Vikings, after seven interviews, have decided to hire Quizzy Adolfo Manta, or the Browns VP of Football Operations, as their new general manager. And finally, the New York Giants, after eight candidate interviews, have decided to hire Joe Schoen, the Bills' assistant general manager, as their new general manager. So, all right, Trev, uh, which of these new head coaches or GM hires for the Bears, Broncos, Vikings, Giants do you think is the best fit and why? Um, I would start off with the Broncos just because mm-hmm. – Nathaniel Hackett, 
Green Bay offensive coordinator Aaron Rodgers has now yeah. up the news again about should I stay, should I go? Right. Um, he was also already rumored to, if he did leave, to a possible best fit would be Denver. But now right. this is kind of like a no-brainer. His offensive coordinator, who he has a whole world of respect for, just got the yep. head coaching in Denver. So um, he could easily snag Aaron Rodgers if he wants to. And then my next one probably would be the the Giants going to get the Bills assistant GM. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bills have a very nice organization up there, first class. Um, you don't hear about anybody from their organization in the news for any wrongdoings at all. True. Um, so, um, and they're, they've built their team on success. They're always in the postseason, not to the Super Bowl or, or championship game, but they're always in there, always in the postseason. So they always win 10 or more games. I think that's a great fit for the Giants to get them back on track to be what they used to be in the Eli Manning days. Um, yeah, yeah. I really don't know about the Bears. Um, I don't know if that's going to be a good fit or not. Because mm-hmm. I mean, even the coordinator from the Colts, they had a pretty good defense, but they're also what, like nine and eight or something like that. So yeah. I guess he was better than Matt Nagy. So we'll see how that goes. And uh, <laughs> Vikings, yeah. Um, shout out to them. I don't really know much about that either. But yeah, I think the best fit would probably be the Nathaniel Hackett to the Broncos. Yeah, I agree with that. And actually, you know, if you think about it, you know, what did the Colts defense do at the end of the season? They lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars, and yeah. then they missed the playoffs. That doesn't mm-hmm. sound like a good resume builder to me. I'm sorry. That doesn't sound good at all. Yeah. Um, those pathetic Jaguars managed to beat them and knock them out of the playoffs. You know, obviously an important game. Um, and that was, you know, that was defense. That was defense at fault there. I, I don't blame entirely Carson Wentz, but wow, what, what a mess there. So I, I agree with that. I will say this, though, um, and I, I agree with you. I think Nathaniel Hackett is the best pickup there. And is, doesn't this entire Aaron Rodgers, should I stay or should I go thing, doesn't that remind you of something? Doesn't it remind you of a little Brett Favre? Should I stay yeah. or should I go? Right? It does. It's like yeah. if anybody if anybody can say if anybody says that Aaron Rodgers didn't learn anything from Brett Favre, they're wrong. Because this is this is a Brett Favre move, if oh, I ever sure. saw one. For sure. <laughs> yeah, um, I agree with you so wholeheartedly. Yeah, so it's gonna be interesting to see what happens there. And I would be it would be it'd be amazing if the Broncos picked up Aaron Rodgers. Um, just because I would get him out of the NFC North, that'd be great. I'd love that. Um, but I'll <laughs> say this. Uh, the, the Bears hiring Ryan Poles. So I, I do like the Ryan Poles hire. You know, he was the Chiefs scout, college scouting administrator in 2013 when Travis yeah. Kelce was selected third in the round in the draft. And most importantly, he was the Chiefs director of college scouting in 2017 when they moved up to 10 to draft Patrick Mahomes. After, if, if you all remember the Bears infamously moved from three to two to select Mitchell Trubisky. So think about yeah. that for a minute. You know? mm-hmm. So yeah, exactly. you might say that this guy, you know, Ryan Poles has an eye for talent uh, that did not exist in the Bears organization previously. And by the way, a little trivia, did you know in that same draft, George Kittle and Aaron Jones were selected in the fifth round? Isn't that, isn't that amazing when you think about what? that? Yeah, yeah. George Kittle and Aaron Jones wow. were selected in the fifth round of that draft. And you know who was selected in the third round of that draft? <laughs> Alvin Kamara, Cooper Cup, and Chris Godwin. Wow. <laughs> you think about that. Oh, my God. We, we moved up. We, we sold the farm to move up one spot to get Mitchell Trubisky. And Alvin Kamara, Cooper Cup, Chris Godwin, George Kittle, and Aaron Jones were out there. And Patrick Mahomes. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a dream <laughs> team right there. Unbelievable. Yeah, so I know. It's, it's one of those things. And, then of course, Ryan Poles does have a connection to the Bears. He was an undrafted free agent that was picked up by the Bears in 2008 as well. So he has a little bit of a soft spot, I think. But he spent his entire career with uh, with Kansas City. So, you know, I, I like 
that aspect of it. Whether he can do anything about, you know, changing what's happening in Chicago or not, I, I have no idea. I have no idea. But anyway, yeah, it'll be interesting. There's, you know, there's so many more left to fill, so I'm really interested to see how the rest of the dominoes will fall. I'm no, The Jacksonville story is actually fascinating right now because – Apparently they, I think they wanted Byron Leftwich, but um, yeah. apparently they can't decide on whether they want to get rid of the, uh, the general manager or the player per, director, player personnel or something. And there's like a whole to do about that. I don't know, but it seems yeah. ridiculous. Um, leave it to the Jaguars to be dysfunctional. Uh, of you know, that's <laughs> some things never change. Uh, no. All right. So let me go ahead and do the boxing bell on that one. And let's go on to the next topic. And that's, of course, the Washington football team will be announcing their new name, uh, their new team name in on 2 How clever. February 2nd, 2022, which is next week on Wednesday. There's plenty of speculation on social media. The leading quote-unquote leaked name is the Commanders, but who knows where they came from. So, Trev, tell me, how excited are you to hear about this name announcement? And what do you think about, what do you think the name was going to be? Uh, I'm super pumped for this name announcement. Um, I think it's great. I think it's going to bring the fans back, uh, give us something to be excited about. It's like a fresh start, new chapter yep. in this historical franchise. Um, yep. Commanders is not, cannot be the name. Um, <laughs> it just, it just, I mean, Jason Wright put out like a series of videos called Making the Brand where he was talking about what the name is going to be based on, you know, credibility and stuff like that and all the words he used do not relate to commanders. He was talking about, you know, we want to dedicate our name to like the, pay homage to the history of the players and the coaches of the great organization, you know, uh-huh. the Super Bowl days and the hog uh-huh. days, all that, you know, make everybody a community, blah, blah, blah. And commanders is the furthest thing from that. Like, I don't even think, what, what would be the nickname? <laughs> like, jurors? Like, I don't right. understand. That. Like, <laughs> you can't call them Like, it's just, you can't. So, um, Apparently, the Commander's leak started from this tweet about apparently it was the trademark news came about that it was filed in, like in, at 7.30 Eastern one day, and now people are basing their judgment off of that tweet. So that's why Commander's has a hot steam right now. But um, I hate it. If I had a choice <laughs> to the name, it would be Legends. Um, and it would be the name of the Hogs that they want to instead of calling oh, the Legends. Oh, yeah, yeah it's a good one. Um, yeah. We're getting a new stadium somewhere, either in Virginia or D.C., that could be called Legend Field. Um, you know, so I kind of like that because it's paying homage to the legends of the, of the organization. Just yeah. get, rid of, get rid of commanders right now. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm with you on that 1,000%. Um, and I think it just kind of it kind of took a life of its own. I don't think it has any basis in reality, which is why you probably all no one can see it. But I'm using air quotes when I say leaked there. I don't think anything leaked. I'm yeah, pretty sure uh, this is locked up uh, tighter than Fort Knox right now. That so they don't want any leaks as far as this command. So I think the fact that commanders are leaked is an indication that that is not the name. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I think you're, I think we're going to be in luck. I don't think we're going to get. I don't think it's going to be crummy. Uh, yeah. We'll see. I'm, I'm excited. I, I signed up. I know they're going to tweet everybody. They're going to tweet at everybody at, on 2222. So that'll be something to look forward to. That'll be kind of fun. Yeah. And uh, and not only that, but I'm sure it'll be a huge revenue generation uh, tool oh, yeah. for them as well. Oh, good God, <laughs> yeah. We're going to be millionaires in like 30 seconds. Exactly. <laughs> everybody has a rebuy, all your sweat, all your stuff, all your team, yep. team stuff, rebuy it. Get ready to pull out that credit card, folks. 
uh, and save those discount codes because you're going to need them come 2222. All right. Well, that's going to be fun uh, to keep an eye on. Let's hit the boxing bell on that one. And before we move on, let's talk about our sponsor, Manscaped. You know what? I'm just going to cut to the chase today. It's used yeah. to shave your pubes, everybody. That's what it's for, okay? <laughs> That's right. And, and we got a lawnmower 4.0, which is their new fourth-generation trimmer because, hell, it does a good job at that, okay? So that can't be bad, right? That's, that's all I got to say. I just, I just want to get straight to the point this time. You know, it's all this, you know, pussy putting around of below-the-waist grooming and everything. Let's just let's call it what it is, all right? There uh, you go. So get 20% off, everybody, and free shipping with the code GARBAGETIME at manscaped.com. That's 20% off. For free shipping at manscaped.com, use the code garbage time. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Okay, let's move on with <laughs> the divisional playoff games. Oh my goodness. We yeah, had nuts. some games this weekend, didn't we, Trev? Nuts. It was crazy. Nuts. Nuts. <laughs> oh man. Nuts. You know, the only thing I can say so every single game ended on the last game, a last play of the game. Uh, yeah. And for the first three games, the underdog away team won with a last second yeah. uh, uh, field goal. It, it wasn't mm-hmm. until the final overtime game, at, which, you know, and I kept telling myself, how can the Bills and Chiefs outdo what I've just seen over the first three games of the weekend? And, and that was the only way he could have done it, <laughs> you know, the way that it happened. So before we get into the details of all that, everybody knows that the Bengals won 19-16 to 16 over the Titans, 49ers won 13-10 to 10 over the Packers, Rams 30 to 27 over the Buccaneers and the Chiefs 42 to 36 in overtime over the Bills. Um, so tell me, Trev, which of these games do you think was most impressive and interesting, and why? Most impressive and interesting, and why? Most impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say the Bills and Chiefs was most impressive. I yeah. mean, it's tough. Two gunslingers. So it was like you're watching. It was literally like you're watching a heavyweight boxing match on the field. Yeah, it was. It was just one boxer knockout blow. Nope, he got back up. Another knockout blow. Nope, he got back up. Like it was just nuts. Insane. Um, yeah, the most interesting, I think. How the hell do you stack a quarterback nine times and lose the game? <laughs> I just don't. I just don't get that. I mean. Yep. I guess the answer is Ryan Tannehill. Like, Derrick Henry yeah. was not 100%. Um, Stunder said this on my Rep the District podcast. If, if Derrick Henry, if this was not a playoff game, Derrick Henry probably would not have played. So right. we don't think he was 100%. You can see that. He had, like, what, 60 yards? I mean, he wasn't yeah. expected over 100, but you thought he'd have a bigger impact. He really didn't. And then right. Tannehill was careless as hell with the ball in the fourth quarter. Pretty much the oh, whole my game. Goodness. The fourth quarter, like, I don't know what quarterbacks honestly see when their receiver is triple covered. Like, I don't yeah. understand what they see. I wish somebody could actually tell me what they see because right. <laughs> there's just no way. Like, there's no way. So, yeah. I guess that's yeah. the most interesting um, yeah. honorable mention to that. Tom Brady, man. I mean, yeah. I thought he was about to do it uh, again. I mean, he almost me too. did it. Me too. I thought it was going to happen again. It's just amazing. It's going to be the Super Bowl and the Falcons all over again. Yeah. That's what I thought was going to happen. It's just one point <laughs> difference. It's a 28-3, But it also just shows you what happens when you give a guy like Cooper Cup a quarterback and a guy like Matthew Stafford a Cooper Cup. So, yeah. I mean, it, that, was, that was awesome. Like, that was just – that was amazing. So Yeah, I, I totally agree. Cooper Cup – and I'll, we'll probably talk about this a little bit more, but Cooper Cup – 
you know, he is um, his he has set all sorts of um, of all sorts of records this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had you know his 1,947 yards in the regular season is the second most of any wide receiver in the history of the NFL. That's I mean, ridiculous. That is, That's almost right? 2,000 yards. I know, I know, and only one, only one man has done better than him. Only one wide receiver, and that's Calvin Megatron Johnson, and only by 17 yards in the season. Can I say, you know the common denominator? Yeah. What is it? The, the common denominator. Oh, oh, you're talking about Matt Stafford? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's wild, man. That's just yeah. wild. Neither it's receiver unbelievable. Is, is a fast receiver. Megatron was a deep ball threat. And Cooper Cup is a a scientist of a scientific route runner. Like he's just, and they get almost two thousand yards. Like Tyreek Hill, yeah. the fastest man in the game, does not have anywhere. Like it's just nuts, man. Oh, insane, insane. Now the other thing that I have to note of the uh, weekend games that I, that really kind of makes me a, a little bit sad is Gabriel Davis had the game of his life, two hundred and one yards oh. and four touchdowns, and they lost. And I, I just can't. I feel bad for the guy because you know he must have been like, "Oh my gosh, I am going to be the most popular man in Buffalo." And uh, he, had, he probably had the prettiest route of, out of the entire playoffs when he made oh, that yeah. that defensive back fall. Looked like somebody pushed him oh, down. Oh, so it was just good. Just a simple one-two hitch and gone. Like oh, it so was good. Just, oh my gosh, it was beautiful. And, and you know he. he but for next year, you know, he can be the guy. He might be the guy next year, yeah. you know. That game, yeah, yeah, for sure. That game made him some money, whether it's extension for the Bills or somewhere else in free agency or something. But that game has people – has put him on the radar. And then oh, yeah. I want to mention the Niners-Packers. I guess every game was interesting and, yeah. and <laughs> in their own way. So, yeah. no offensive touchdowns. And, yeah. and from the 49ers, and they win the game. Off of special teams, two crucial special teams. I mean, it was just nuts. In the snow, everybody thought, including myself, Jimmy G couldn't perform in 40 below degree weather. Um, he did. Devo Samuel is ridiculous. Yeah. And that's just, it was just a hell of a weekend for football, man. Well, I guess, you know, I'm just really amazed, actually, at how the 49ers won essentially on like, a half dozen plays by their special teams. I mean, yes. the way they set them up for those field goals, of course, yep. the block touchdown, block kick, um, punt for a touchdown. I yep. mean, th- this is, it's insane. If you think about it, it, it was the defense, you know, give credit to the defense. They shut Aaron. When, when, when Aaron Rodgers went down the field in the very first drive of the game in yeah. about three and a half minutes, to scored a touchdown. I said, Oh, here we go. Yeah, right? me gonna, they're going to get blown out. They're going to get blown out. And yeah. lo and behold, they clamped down and it was 7-0 all the way through to the third quarter until the special teams could find ways to score. <laughs> That's basically exactly. what happened. Yeah. Uh, you know? Exactly. I mean, I can't, I can't imagine. Aaron Jones. And I love this because and, – and listen, I obviously, I hate the Packers. So I love the fact that Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams posted up the last dance, you know, uh, on their Instagram. Exactly. The of the year. Yeah, and I was just – you know, and I, and I had quoted out there, you know, I don't recall – I don't recall the Bulls in 1998 losing to the Charlotte Hornets in the uh, semifinals um, after turning the ball over to a seven-point play and then allowing them to hit a three-pointer at the at the buzzer. I don't remember that happening, uh, but I, I don't know. I mean, I, I thought I lived through it. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure the Bulls won that year. 
Uh, I don't know what last dance Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams was watching. Clearly wasn't the same one I was watching. But anyway, that point is that kudos to the 49ers defense. They really did shut them down. I mean, that is really Yeah, and, and it's actually – and I, I don't want to make this uh, – and I know there's all sorts of craziness on Twitter about this, but when, uh, when Mina Kimes actually said that, that, Jer- uh, that uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is the epitome of that guy in your – group doing a group project for school where you get an A but didn't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That is absolutely correct. You know, I'm very just saying. True. Yeah. <laughs> very, very true. Shout out Mina Kimes one time too. She does great work. <laughs> she does great work. She does great work. And that was brilliant. And uh, and and Jeff Garcia, shame on you for being an idiot. Do better, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. God, do yeah. better. All right. Let's talk about the let's talk about this uh the Chiefs Bills win because you know the thing that I was a little bit upset about because I was rooting for the Bills, not because I was a Bills fan, but because you know, I felt like Josh Allen kind of deserved it after all he did in that game. And, you know, 13 seconds, oh, my God. How do you yeah. – I mean, what a magic – what magic Patrick Mahomes has. He's a wizard. I, I, how do you do that? I don't, I don't know. It's unbelievable. And, you know, the, and I think that Tony Romo was right. When he was calling the game, he said, you know what, they really should squib this because regardless of what happens, yeah. time is more important than field position. And, yes. you, know, you, you know, 13 seconds, you burn off six, that's seven seconds. They can't do – you shouldn't be able to do anything in 13, but you definitely can't do anything but Hail Mary over seven. You know, that's yeah. that's all you can do. So, kick it in the Jeez. end zone, why? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Totally. All right. Let's talk about the overtime rules because clearly what yeah. happened was it went to overtime. Uh, Josh Allen called tails. It was heads. He never saw the ball again. And yeah. uh, we knew it because that because Metric Mahomes was feeling it. And the, the, the Bills defense was starting to really start to lose teams out there. And they just ran down the, the, ran down the field and scored and the touchdown and it's over. And everyone knows that in overtime for the postseason and for regular season, there's a coin toss. Uh, the visiting team picks the, uh, picks the coin toss. The, uh, they get to, uh, the, winning, the winning team gets to either uh, receive or defer. Then there's a 10-minute overtime period in, in uh, postseason. It just repeats over and over again until there's a winner. Uh, the, and every team, as this is from the rule book, must possess or have the opportunity to possess the ball. And the exception is if the team gets the ball first, scores a touchdown in the opening possession, the game's over. All right. So that's the big question for you, Trev. What do you think about that? There's been some talk about that. You know, should it be, should they get the exception out of there? Should it be each team must possess or have an opportunity to possess the ball, period, end of sentence? Or do you think having this exception in there for the first team? Uh, if the team that gets the ball first scores a touchdown in opening possession wins, that should that stay in? Man, it's it's so many different ways to look at this overtime rule. Because you got people in reports and everybody saying, well, you got overtime, just play defense, you have a chance to play defense, just just stop them. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. that's easy to say. Okay, that's easy to say. I think mm-hmm. it's 10 minutes, right? So I think each team should get a chance. If, yeah. if the Chiefs come down and score – and the Bills come down and can't score, the game is over, okay? And right. if they come down or if they, like, force them to, like, a field goal, like, just let them play the whole 10 minutes and see see what happens. I don't know, but mm-hmm. I just don't mm-hmm. like – I think every quarterback should get a chance in overtime because, like you said, Josh Allen played his tail off to get them there. Pat Mahomes did too. I mean, yeah. let them play, like, in, like, a fifth quarter. If you want to do that, and I know players state these an issue too – then shorten the overtime. Play a five-minute quarter where both teams get a possession and then see what happens. Um, yeah. Somebody's on the score. I don't know. But I just think yeah. every each team should get a chance to do something in overtime. 
Somehow. Yeah, I agree. Because you, cause you know what? My problem with this rule is that if you happen to get lucky and, you know, win the toss, you get a benefit, right? You automatically get a benefit. Because yeah. you score first, the other team never gets to see the ball. And exactly. that seems like, why, why should you get a benefit for calling the coin flip right? Or not calling the coin flip right, just being the recipient of the right coin flip. It doesn't make any sense to me. You know, in college, each side gets the ball. I'm not saying we should do the college system because they started at 25 and it gets kind of insane after a while. But, you know, yeah. each side does get the ball once, at least, right? And I think right. that they should do that here. And then they, if they want to go sudden death after each side has, a, uh, has the opportunity to possess the ball, great. That's fine. Yeah, I'm okay with that. that's cool too. Right, yeah. Um, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly with that. I think that's a great idea. Um, yeah. I agree. Okay. Wow. Great. Awesome. We agree. This is awesome. And <laughs> yeah, we I love agree. It. Yeah, yeah. Look at that. All right, NFL. Make it so. We agree. Trev and I agree. Make it so, NFL. All right. Let's go ahead and hit the, the boxing bell on that one. And let's uh, talk about our next sponsor, that's Thrive Fantasy. I'm just going to get down to it. Bet on Thrive Fantasy. Win money because there's prop bets there. You can win a lot of money. Okay, so with that said, really use promo code. I'm really simplifying today. I just want to kind of get to the oh, bra- get good. the brass tack. You know what I mean? Right. Just, let's, yeah. let's tell them what. Let's, let's just strip away all the all the color, all the uh, all the uh, all the, uh, the the decorations, and let's just show them exactly what they're getting here. Win money by betting money at Thrive Fantasy. Use promo code Garbage Time when you sign up today. You'll receive 100% instant first deposit match up to $100. Download Thrive Fantasy at the App Store or Play Store or by visiting the website www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. All right, let's get to our last topic of the day and the most important topic of the day in many ways, and that is the AFC and NFC Conference Championship Games. We have the 3 p.m. game on Sunday between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Kansas City Chiefs. Currently, the Kansas City Chiefs are sitting at a uh, seven-point advantage. They are favored to win by seven. The over/under sitting at 54.5. Obviously, this will be at Arrowhead. All right, give me the keys to the AFC Championship game, um, Trev. What do you think has to happen here for both sides? For both sides, oh man, I th- I mean, both sides have juggernaut offenses. Yep. Uh, the Chiefs have been in this position before. The Bengals haven't. Yeah, the Bengals mm-hmm. beat them around the week 17, but that was in Cincinnati, and that was fighting for a playoff positioning. This yep. is for the Super Bowl, totally different mindset. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the Chiefs have to just keep on doing, just carry over what they what they um, showed against Buffalo, bring that over to the next game, and I think they can wrap this up. Uh, the Bengals, you're going to have to protect Joe Burrow. Um, yeah. Times. Yeah, he kept getting up and he kept, you know, fighting through and completing passes down the field, but he did he did take nine sacks. So um, yep. Yep. you got to protect him in this game or else I don't, I don't think it's gonna, he, he can make a comeback like he did against Tennessee. Um, even though Tennessee's defense is kind of shaky, it's kind of equal to Kansas City, Joe Burrow yep. only scored 19 points. So yeah. – um, I think you. It's the key to stop Kansas City is put pressure on on Pat Mahomes, make him uncomfortable, or else this is going to be a blowout. I really do believe by Kansas City. Um, I just think it was a good story by Cincinnati, but they it's it's a different mentality, and Joe Burrow's not ready for that yet. Yeah, I, I think the key. I think the 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 real the key for me is that somehow, some way, the Cincinnati Bengals have to make. Patrick Mahomes uncomfortable. 
Because we've seen what happens. Yeah, somehow they just have to get back there and disrupt a little bit. I mean, it can't be just coverage, right? No. Patrick Mahomes can beat coverage. We've seen mm-hmm. that. He can he can make the ball curve around defenders, and he can throw oh. it by looking at them. He can throw it sideways, backwards. He can do anything. And if you don't do that, he'll run the ball, all right? Exactly. And, that, and that's the thing that you just cannot contain. You need to put pressure off on him in the pocket. Don't let him escape. You got to make him uncomfortable. And if you can do that, then you give Joe Burrow a chance to air it out. But you're right. The Bengals allow a heck of a lot of sacks. And uh, I just don't know. I mean, I mean, it's going to have to be for the Bengals to win. It's going to be have to be like two or three trade Jamar Chase, like 40, 50, 60 yard touchdowns in order to yeah. keep him in this. And exactly. Joe Mixon has to get going. Has to, has to, has to get going. There's no way the Bengals win this being one-dimensional. Yeah. There's just no way. Exactly. You know, Kansas City can, but, yeah, but the Bengals sure. cannot. It, yeah, they do it the whole year. They win one-dimensionally. Yeah. They, they don't have a running game ever. So. Yeah, I, I feel like they love that. I think that I think they love being behind because they're like, oh, okay, Patrick Mahomes can air it out now. Yeah, okay, know, we're going right? to win. <laughs> Maybe. It's crazy. All right, so that, there you go. So pick me a winner on this one. Is it Bengals or Chiefs? Uh, and then tell me, are they going to cover the spread of seven points? Uh, Chiefs cover the spread of seven points. It's going to be a blowout. Okay. Oh wow. Okay, so I'm going to say the, I'm going to say the Chiefs win as well, but I don't think they're going to cover the spread. I actually think it's going to be closer oh. than we think. Yeah, that's going to be my hot take of the day. A hot okay. take of the day. I think I think it's going to be I think it's going to be closer than we think. Um, all right, let's get on to the next game. Let's go to the NFC Conference Championship, 6.30 p.m. Yeah. on Fox. It's 49ers at the L.A. Rams in SoFi Stadium. Rams are favored by three and a half, over under at 46. Give us uh, your keys of the game here for both sides, Trev. Oh, man. San Francisco, your defense has to play lights out. You got to mm-hmm. make Matthew Stafford uncomfortable. He's not a scrambler, so if you just make him uncomfortable, you can stop the Rams from from – from scoring and, and, and being a threat. Um, right. Rand, all you got to do is make Jimmy G uncomfortable, whether it be <laughs> That's um, <not> hard. <laughs> the pressure on him or, or just drop back and cover everybody because we don't really see Jimmy scramble like that. Um, I don't think he's that mobile guy, but he can, but only if he has to, has to. So at this point, make him do that. Um, just play your game. And I think you can, you can swallow him up. This is going to yeah. be interesting because – both of these teams are playing in the Super Bowl stadium right now. Yeah. Interesting. So the Rams could, are looking at this game as a practice run for the Super Bowl in the next couple of weeks after this game. And the Niners are playing like, yo, if we win, we play right here again. So, like, it's, it's, it's an interesting dynamic with that game. Um, yeah, that's yeah. going to be closer than I think, than everybody thinks, too. And I'm going to get the win. I totally agree with that. So, so my, so, and, and now let me, so my thoughts on this game yeah. are that the Rams defense has been playing out of their minds. I mean, they have mm-hmm. been playing, they're against opposing quarterbacks in the postseason so far. They've allowed a combined passer rating of 60.1. That's like wow. horrific. That's horrific. So that means wow. the, 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 the Rams are el fuego, man. They're en fuego. They're, they're going to, they're so out there. And Jimmy Garoppolo is not good. So no. he's not bad, right? But they've been right. winning in spite of him, not because of him. So I just think there's no way they can get over that. The only thing that's going to win this game is if, for the 49ers, I think, is if they have another special teams blowout where 
they block a punt for a touchdown, um, you know, block a kick for it and return it for a touchdown, or they, you know, do something, you know, cause a, cause a, a, a muffed punt somewhere where they recover. I mean, special teams has to make a play here. Obviously defense is very, very strong on both sides. Um, and that's the big difference because one, one team has Matthew Stafford and, and Cooper Cup, yeah. and the other team has Jimmy Garoppolo and people that Jimmy Garoppolo can't get the ball to. So, you know, that's, Right, problem, and also, if you bait, you you can also, you got to, if you're 49ers, you can try and bait Stafford into throwing the double coverage and throwing interceptions. Mm-hmm. That's what's what happening towards the end of regular season. He was throwing, That's like, true. two interception games, and they weren't winning, yep. or they weren't scoring as much, and just barely squeaking by. So, if you can force turnovers the Rams, I mean, you just saw it last week. The Rams fumbled twice, like, you know, fumble, fumble, yeah. fumble, Brady's yeah. back. So, if you just force turnovers... Against the Rams, you have a legit chance of winning that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally, I totally agree. Obviously, though, uh, Tom Brady, Jimmy Garoppolo, quite a drop off there between the two. Yeah, games, yeah. So. Right. <laughs> but you, know, man, like, you have a, it gives you a better chance. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. And and you know, and like I said, you know, when you look at the season and you look at their average um, receiving and and uh, rushing yards, I'm sorry, passing and rushing yards, you know, the the Rams are essentially sixty percent passing plays and 40% rush plays. And that makes sense because that's where their strength is. The 49ers are the opposite. So if they can get Eli Mitchell going and get play a little ball control, uh, as I said last week, you know, for about any quarterback really, and I was talking about Aaron Rodgers at the time, but the best way to keep a offensive juggernaut like a star quarterback from scoring is to make sure he's not on the field. So if the 49ers can play a little ball control, get some good, field position from their special teams, get a break, one one or two breaks along the way, they can maybe make it happen. But boy, oh boy, I think it's going to be really tough. And it's, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, ultimately. Two really good defenses here. So pick me a winner, and will they cover the spread of three and a half in favor of the Rams right now? Ooh. You ready for this? Yep, I'm ready. The six-seeded San Francisco 49ers advance to the Super Bowl. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my they goodness. They do it the same way they got to where they are now. Robbie Gold. Ooh, Robbie Gold. Ah. I love that. See, I'm a big fan of Robbie Gold. So. <laughs> yep. I don't, yep. Um, I don't care what the score is. Those just win by a field goal. So, yes, they'll, they'll win by the spread. That's three. Oh, man. That's awesome. I love it. That's, that is some guts, man. I don't have any <laughs> guts. I'm going to pick the Rams to win this one. Uh, but I think that it'll be really close. I think the Rams will, will cover the three-and-a-half-point spread. Um, I just think that the Stafford to cup connection is just not going to end. Um, but that being said, I love it. I really, I do. I, I don't want the 49ers to win, but I, I want the game to be a good game. And quite frankly, the only team I'm really rooting for here, and it's not because I'm a fan is the Bengals, because I just don't want the chiefs to get there and win another one. That just doesn't seem like it's any fun to me as much as I love Patrick Mahomes and love watching him play. It's just no fun to see them win all the time. You know, <laughs> so we don't need that. Exactly. <laughs> I agree with you. All right. Well, that takes us to the end of the show. Let's hit the air horn on the show. All right. And we did it all with only a little bit of overtime because, you know, we are that type of show. We love our listeners. So we want to make sure we get all that stuff to you. Hey, Trev, give us your social media so people can follow you. Yeah, I'm on Twitter at TrevStoresWFT, uh, Instagram, Trev underscore stores, Football Garbage Time podcast, Rep the District uh, podcast, YouTube channel. 
and full press coverage as well with George Carmi. So I'm everywhere. Oh, man. It's so, so good. There's so much stuff there. And, and I'll have to say this. We tried our best, everybody, to do a really crappy job. We couldn't do it. We're just too good. Nah, man. <laughs> I really, I really, I was trying hard too, but <laughs> I know. I was like, I'm like, let's, how can we be worse? Let's, how can we do? Here, I'm gonna give us a hand here, uh, because we are just too good at what we do. There's just no, no two ways about it. Uh, we just couldn't even do a bad show. So I'm sorry, guys. We tried to lower expectations. We can't. We, we can't lower expectations. You're gonna have to have high expectations for us. That's just the way Hi. it goes. <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, you can follow me on Twitter at FB Garbage Time. You can also find us on Facebook at Football Garbage Time. And uh, hey, it's our seventh anniversary, folks. If you haven't listened to one of our 245 podcast episodes, or in particular, one of Trev's 30 podcast episodes of co host, do it now, for goodness sake. What the heck are you waiting for? All right. Thank you for listening and wasting time with us. And until next time. Enjoy the NFC and AFC Conference Championship and enjoy your NFL week. Good night, guys.